you read the Bible, Brett? Yes! Well, there's a passage I got memorized. It seems appropriate for this special occasion. Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity, goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon you. Bang, 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 bang. Have a nice day. Welcome to Front Row Material! It's not for everyone. With Jerry Lynn! And I am going to blow you. Excuse me? And Mikey Whiprack! Out of the water. Here's your host, Mike Freeland! You know, I decided to make a meatloaf. My wife had a rough week at work. So I went ahead and I bought her roses and I got her a card and... Did you get her some blue chew? I already got that. Are you kidding me? I already got the... It's on the nightstand. It's going to be ready. Are you, are you just dropping subtle hints? You know, honey, I can take these anytime you want. It's... it's. Li- <laughs> well, I, we, you're supposed... We're twice as fast as our other bullshit. It is. It is twice as fast. I mean... It's good stuff, too. So after we record and we have a nice meal, I'm going to go ahead and pop it and then pop this it. We, this is where Matt pops in the porn music. <laughs> <laughs> Man. When you bought it, did you use your promo code? I did. Promo code ECW. Didn't cost me anything except $5 for shipping. And that's really, this day and age, that's nothing. No. $5, please. Five dollars to show my wife a good time? Man, it's worth it. That's cheaper than a hua. <laughs> this is true. This is true. It Ride is much it on a horse. Huh. You can whip your Porsche. I had a few people hit me up with uh, with DMs after this uh, week's episode aired and they have made some inquiries or some guesses i should say to who the mystery guest was two weeks ago we're not telling them i have not responded not because i'm being a dick did they get it right they got it right though what don't say that i wanted to hear all the conspiracy theories well you don't know which one i'm saying got it right okay some got it completely wrong right i mean you know completely wrong correct the only ones who got it completely wrong was us. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> Yet we're yep. back for more. Oh, my Story God. Story of my life. Story of my life. Whole. You know, I saw somebody on Twitter said I should be I should be completely ripped every show. I don't think it makes a difference. Yeah, everyone thought you were hammered <laughs> last words. week. That's, the, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> People who know me say... You said it like you always do. I said, I know. Can you imagine if I was looping? <laughs> Not oh, a couple shit. drinks and all, but like I was nowhere near like. Right. 
I was just in a good mood. Yeah. I couldn't say Monster Factory. <laughs> yeah. Word on the street is uh, the first school you've ever heard of is the Monster Factory. <laughs> Jerry, did you hear my voicemail from before? Oh, uh, hang on. I'll listen to it right now. Okay. You want me to play it on air or just listen to it? You can, but so people can see that how we are in real life too, not just on the podcast. Okay, let me let me get it up here. No pun intended. Jerry, were you playing that off of a phonograph? No, that it was all staticky because he must not had a good connection. Because he sometimes has to go through a mountain and through the tunnel and all that jazz. But, but that's the funny part. Jerry and I talk like this all the time. Oh yeah, that's a normal conversation between the two of us. Wow. Hey, Jerry, have you heard of Bam Bam Hello? <laughs> 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 He told me that he was on the forklift to work. He had to, he had to go all the way up. Yeah, I had. I was listening to it at work, and I started laughing so hard, and tears started coming to my eyes. I had to raise my cherry picker to the top so no one would see me <laughs> laughing my butt off. <laughs> oh, God. And every time he said or tried to say, the first school I ever heard of was the... <laughs> I just lost it even more again. I just couldn't help it. I played it for Angel last night, uh-huh. and her quote is, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> she says that all the time. Oh, I know. Well, so does Pam. But yesterday, but, but she started laughing, because, Jerry, you start laughing, and that's the end. Like, I think that should be a, that should be a contest. I, Who could sit in a room with Jerry, with Jerry hysterical laughing and not laughing? Oh, when I get a laughing fit, it's oh, terrible. That's I can't even breathe. <laughs> I can't even breathe? No. Oh. That's the leading cause of death in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Lack of breath. Okay, oh. going along that lines, has anybody, when you've been in the ring with somebody, said something and you literally try to hide it but you can't stop laughing? Like they said something that was really funny. Well, the time the chair collapsed under Tommy, I think everyone started laughing. No one, I mean, and Lance was trying to hide it. He buried his face in the turnbuckle, but you could see his whole body bouncing up and down because he was laughing so hard. So listen, I, I talked to Angel today. Uh-huh. We're, we're, we're not going to make it up there for that country. What? Yeah, it's a big soccer tournament weekend everything else. Oh, damn it. And I'm the fucking stupid coach. Stupid hot dog cart. It's, oh. <laughs> that, that was my reaction, too. <laughs> I'm like, but Ghost is playing. <laughs> She goes, honey, come on. I said, she goes, the kids are depending on you. I go, I know, I know. I said, but Ghost is playing. Yeah, but Ghost is playing. She goes, oh, God, you're worse than they are. Now, now they won't tickle your taint. It's very upsetting. I know. I got to see them up here then. Are they coming through? 
Yeah, I think they'll be up here later in the month. Oh, well, good. Still sucks you guys can't make it. I know. Well, I'm, I'll tell you what, though. She's she's house looking again. Is she? She saw she saw a, a house on the lake. Up there? No, down down there. Really? She she's she's still she's still throwing the idea back. And what forth. lake is it? There's nearby a, a Tim's Ford Lake, that's supposed to be really nice, and I think you can rent cabins on it and stuff. But I don't know if there's houses for sale on it. But there's all kinds. There's <laughs> some really nice lakes down here. I guess I haven't been to them yet, but we'll get there. I've just been a little busy, but we've been uh, the last couple of years trying to find different parks to go hiking and find waterfalls. Yeah. There's a lot of those up here. Yeah? Yeah. Niagara? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ, that's like seven hours oh, away. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I want to take the family up to see Niagara Falls sometime. I've never seen it. Oh. You have, you mean when we were there for ECW in Buffalo, you never went and saw him? No. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. We did the one time. I was never much of a sightseer. Oh. Never really. Do you regret it? Now I do. Okay. What was the coolest place you guys ever traveled when you were uh, in ECW? Like a really fun place that you're like, oh, we're going to that town? I'm pretty excited. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at first we thought probably that uh, <laughs> can't even talk now. It's my go. turn. That's it. <laughs> at first we probably thought New Orleans. Oh, we all remember your New yeah, Orleans we, experience. We had a good New Orleans trip. Yeah, I had to cancel my flight the next morning and go the net following day. I was so hungover. It was bad. I like going to Fort Lauderdale. We all stayed at that uh, the days in on A1A right down there in, my, in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, I forgot to warn you guys. Annabelle's having her big 13, 13th birthday party tomorrow. Her birthday's actually Wednesday, the 28th, but we're having the party tomorrow. Nice. So she's having three of her friends sleep over tonight. So if we hear some weird stuff going on. Probably not. They're pretty quiet now. They're probably on their phones. So they're having a great sleepover. They're all ignoring each other. Yes, on their phones. Kids nowadays can be in the same room with each and other, text, not talk, but they'll other. text yes. each other. I've noticed that. I'm like, wait a minute. You're like right next to each other. Why are you texting? Just talk. But hey, sometimes just to get a, you do a reaction now. or a rise out of her, I'll text Annabelle from the other room. But it's, it's okay for her to do it. But if I do it, it's dad. Do either one of you guys use the term on fleek? Yeah. What? On fleek. The yeah. fuck is that? Well, it's the new well, Mikey, term. that picture of you and your daughter for the father-daughter dance? Yeah. You looked on fleek. That outfit you had was on you fleek. You did look on fleek, Mikey. Stop. Look, yeah. we're a very sensitive country nowadays. You can't be calling me fat. No, that, that's a good <laughs> thing when you say on fleek. Oh, you, you looked really good. What does that mean? On fleek? Mm-hmm. 
I gotta look this up. Yes. What the fuck does Ahong? <laughs> does it answer to that? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, it does. <laughs> I was just about to say that that's the way Mikey talks to Siri. Freak? Smooth, nice, and sweet. There you go. Mm-hmm. You looked smooth, nice, and sweet. There you go. Is that oh. smooth with a V? Smooth? Because be. you look smooth. <laughs> nice and sweet. Ride in on a horse. You can whip your Porsche. <laughs> He's all upset because his children are listening to, uh, was it Old Town Road? Oh, Old Town I'm going Road. to ride my horse into Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. See, Jerry knows all about that. I'm saying I'm parenting wrong because my older kids... Bark at the moon. Right. Megadeth. Yep. My three-year-old. Oh, Old no. What's your three-year-old's, three-year-old's name? Parker. Little P. Yeah. Yay, yay. My life is a move. <laughs> Go right in and boobies. <laughs> oh, my three-year-old listened to that. What are you doing? Come over here. Here we go. Here we go, Mikey. Yeah. You know what the best part about this is? What? There's this guy sitting on the porch. Is this guy singing Old Town Road? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the guys look at him like, the fuck? Well, I don't know. Well, Annabelle, when I I took her a 45, well, yeah, 45 minute drive to go get two of her friends. And she tormented me with Justin Bieber songs all the way. Oh. And I thought I taught her better than that. We, I, When she was younger, we taught her to not like Justin Bieber. No, I'm not rounding up the kids. They said you were playing old time. <laughs> oh my god! They can hear it from a mile away. Wow! Did you wake them I up? I was talking to them about how I'm failing as a parent because the older ones listen to Bark at the Moon, Megadeth, things like that, and now Parker wants to listen to Old Town Road. Little P. Little P. Now we need a Lil new P shirt. We have to have Matt come up with a new shirt Parker, for Parker. Little P. Little P. Right in on a horse. You can ride my Porsche. Or you can whip your Porsche. How's Snatch doing? Or, or, uh, <laughs> God. How, how, All right. <laughs> why do I always put oh, you? Freeland, how, how's what he did doing? you drink before the show? You're just out of control. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just high on life, my oh, friend. Oh, no, we're all in trouble. Stitch is sleeping <sighs> on the couch. Stitch. So did God. you wake up the kids Stitch. with Stitch. the song? Apparently, I, they heard me talk. They come running out. Oh and wow! Now they're out of bed, and now Angel's out here yelling at me. Did you rile up the kids? <laughs> rile up the kids. He saw me. He turned around and ran. Well, Landon knows I hate the song. He knows I hate oh, it. Oh no! So uh, Parker's ready to jam. I'm, He's ready to fire up a big blunt. <laughs> He's three. Lope. He's gonna fire up a blunt and bust out some mad rhymes. God, I love it. But Landon knows I hate the song. 
So he'll park on his way. He, he'll come out. Oh, Tom Road. <laughs> but Landon's going to look at you like, what the freak? Well, Landon will play it on his tablet. And he'll slide it in the, he'll slide it in the room under the bed mm-hmm. with it playing. Oh, really? Yeah, so he knows just to annoy you. He knows it's hard for me to get down on the on the floor and go under the bed and get this stupid thing. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, so he. Know, I'm like, oh. Next time you go to the ring, they're gonna play that. Riding on a tractor, lean all in my bladder. I mean, who writes this shit? <clears throat> Someone who has a weak bladder. Cowboy hat from Gucci, Wrangler on my booty. Is that a bougie bouteille? It might be. Jerry, what's your beverage of choice this evening? It's the Einstock still, but I have a backup because I just finished mowing the yard and I'm hot and sweaty and thirsty, so I have a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Nice. To follow it up. I'm all hot and sweaty, drinking on the beddy. (laughs) Yeah. Should we do an open? Welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. My name is Mike Freeland. I am joined by the two ECW legends. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Can't tell me nothing. Can't tell me nothing. Can't tell me nothing. Scats, cats, 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 cats. That would be Mikey Whipwreck and Jerry Lynn. Gonna take my horse to the hotel. There it is. It's really catchy. I don't know why you don't like it, Mikey. On a tractor, lean all in my black. That's what I was doing tonight. Riding my tractor. My life is a movie. Bull riding and booby. Cowboy half from Gucci. Wrangler rub my booty. <laughs> you know, this might be some good music to play once you pop the blue chew. Do you think this might uh, kind of get things started? Oh, yeah. That's some good belly the, rubbing the, music there. That, what it... Belly rubbing? You know, when you slow dance with a gal, that's belly rubbing music. Oh, oh I, I didn't, I was not familiar with that. You've never slow belly danced rubbing. with a girl? When well, your yes, bellies I are have, rubbing together? But I, I, yeah. I, I didn't know it was referred to belly rubbing. It's called belly rubbing. I, I, like play, that. I play that song. Angel's going to take me the horse down to the old town road and put me out to pasture. <laughs> <laughs> put a bullet in my head. All right, gentlemen. So... Any feedback on last week's episode? Yeah, I was drunk. About Chris Candido. Yeah, evidently you were drunk off your ass, according to people. Look, if I was drunk, you wouldn't have me sitting in this chair. (laughs) You'd be doing the podcast from the floor. No, I get very, like, crazy. Oh, yeah. When I'm drunk. Oh, yeah. Really? I tell you, I'm becoming Ozzy Osbourne. That's That's what happens. (laughs) <laughs> Jerry! <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. Who got super crazy and was a lot of fun once they were drinking from the ECW, the original ECW crew? Me. 
Me and you? Mikey. Who? Yeah. Were you guys leading the party? We were probably the last ones to leave the party. That's true. We we. Contrary to most things, I'm there for a good time, not a long time. When I was drinking, I'm there for a long time. So would you, okay, so if a fan came up to you guys in a bar and said, hey, I'll pick up your tab tonight, would you sign whatever they wanted if they were willing to pay for your alcohol? Yes. If you're treating, I'm eating. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that a pickup line? You know what my favorite pickup line was? It was Sandman's. Yo, girl. That was it. He was there in uh, Alabama with Francine and Raven and Joel Gertner and I and Super Crazy. Good crew. Oh, yeah. Yo, Fester. (laughs) (laughs) I liked you better when you were morbidly obese. Remember, you can make a ton of money. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into it. So we had talked about this before. Wait, I have a question. When all these people do cosplay at the conventions and stuff, do they charge people to take pictures with them? Because I know they must invest a lot of money and time in their costumes. I charge money. I mean, yeah, you should. If you're not a celebrity, you're, if you're just a regular Joe Blow, then... You don't? No. I would, if I invested all that money and time into making a costume. Because you can't, you won't, and you don't stop. Are we doing Beastie Boys? Why not? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Speaking of uh, your kids, like the older ones liking Ozzy and Megadeth and stuff, and the younger ones liking that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Annabelle... We got her liking hair metal. She likes Good. Johnny Cash. She Good. likes Weezer. Good. She likes all the stuff. But then now she's digging Justin Bieber and modern day top 40 stuff. So at least we got the old stuff ingrained in her. And she'll That's even a couple times she said, you know, there's a lot of really good music from the 80s. I said, yeah. No shit, little right. one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when she was really little, that was when I still was listening to a lot of death metal and stuff and thrash. And I don't know if I told you guys this already, but they had that documentary on Iron Maiden, Flight of the 666 or something, where they followed them when they, when they were yeah. doing that mm-hmm. world tour. Is that when Bruce was fly, flying the plane? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm watching it. And Annabelle used to have this little foam princess chair. And the first time while I was watching it, when they hit a live shot of them playing a concert live, Annabelle got up and started running around the room, the living room, grabbed her little foam chair, threw it against the couch. It was like she was a one-man mosh pit. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> yes. I was like, it's in her blood. <laughs> Uh, tell her Uncle Mikey is very proud to hear this. Okay, I will tell her. Oh, speaking of which, this is 
every I have a John Deere lawnmower. And I call it a lawnmower. My wife calls it a tractor. And it's just a 42-inch cut. hundred. It's a 125. So it's not a big thing. I need a big zero turn now because our yard's so huge. But every time I'm out mowing the yard, this song comes in my head. Let me see if I can get it playing for you. Okay. Oh my. <laughs> I'm out in the yard mowing the yard with my John Deere going, yep, Pam thinks my tractor's sexy. <laughs> so that's my life. Oh. <laughs> you guys are dead silent. <clears throat> I'm, uh... I know you're shocked. I go from death metal to she thinks my tractor's sexy. So, <laughs> I, can, I, I can see it now. I'm sorry to bore you guys. <laughs> Maybe this will get your attention back. I liked you better when you're eating cashews, Jerry. Oh, oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> the sound of chewing cashews is more entertaining to you. Why doesn't that surprise me? You probably I, think I can see now. The way Pam ribs Jerry. Oh, the, the way she ribs me. I can see. I can. Oh. I can see. I can see now, Jerry. Me going to your house. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go find you in the backyard. You got your pants down around your ankles, and you got your Willie in the exhaust pipe of your John Deere. <laughs> what? And I can say, Jerry, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. He's like, well, Pam hasn't been physical with me lately, <laughs> and, he, and my doctor said I should do something sexy to attract him. Oh my god. Oh and let me guess. God. In one hand, I have a screwdriver. The other hand, I have blue shoes. <laughs> <laughs> all right speaking of pam ribbing me all the time i can't you didn't get my joke yes i got your joke oh anyway so i was telling pam you know i said sometimes i regret getting these tattoos and she says well you can cover up the one on your leg with uh a tattoo of my butthole. <laughs> like, what? Oh my god. See what she asked me to do? I'm a little in shock. Yeah. <laughs> of her butthole? Yeah. She wants me to cover up the tattoo on my leg with a tattoo of her butthole. I mean, do you have a picture? Well, that's I what to I told it her. Have to be a pretty, it'd have to be a pretty big butthole. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I won't tell her you wow. said that. But the, I mean, the tattoo—it's not—it's not a small tattoo on your leg, right? I, you know, to cover it up, the asshole have to be fucking fairly large. Wow. Well, she wants me to get one. <laughs> it, it left the bottle that horns. Oh. She wants God. me to get one of a cat on my stomach where my belly button is the butthole. I'm like, no. <laughs> now I have the death rattle. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> 
I can't believe it. Quick, CPR oh for Mikey. Tell Angel. Let. He's What's that? Tell Angel, CPR, you're death rattling. Yeah. Yeah, she'll be right over. <laughs> she'll give it six to eight minutes. <laughs> so what were we talking about? I don't know. I got kind of thrown off when we were talking about fucking a tractor and then tattoos of buttholes. I was, <laughs> I had something to say, and then I kind of kind of got a little distracted. Oh. And then the size of the butthole came into play, and well, you don't have to go into detail. No, I'm just doing a recap. Oh. <laughs> so. Uh, we talked about this, God, this had to have been at least a couple months ago, but I thought that it would be a good idea if we revisited it, okay? Wanting to talk about some of the worst gimmicks that either you guys have been involved in or that you know your friends have been involved in or just in general in the wrestling business. Mr. Gimmicks that you look at and you say, what the fuck is this? I say that Mikey Whipwreck character, really. Ooh. Mr. Jail. Who ta- who conned you into doing that, by the way? Well, it was my idea. Because at the time... What? Jerry, Jerry, you're not supposed to admit that. Well, the name wasn't my idea. The <laughs> oh. name... No. But I'd been going to Japan a lot, and I saw a lot of cool mask gimmicks over there. And I thought, well, no one in the States is doing it. So I thought, well, I'll come up with something. And the Power Rangers were so over on TV at the time so I thought well I'll come up with something sort of Power Ranger-ish and sort of alien-like and uh, when I, I you s- called Max Moon and oh oh, oh. anyway <laughs> so when I showed the stuff the outfit and everything to uh, WCW they said that's exactly what they've been looking for and so the first night I was supposed to use it like an hour before the show starts. They're going, well, what do you want to be called? So I'm throwing out names like the Phantasm or the Cyber Knight or something, you know. And they said, well, we don't want to just slap a name on you without researching any copyright infringements. So, and he said, uh, uh, what the F? Call him Mr. JL. My initials. And I'm like, really? Why bother with a mask then? And I just thought it's the beginning of the end. And... That was it. So. Did you... Okay, let me ask you this. You still wrestled the Mr. JL character just like Jerry Lynn would wrestle, though, right? You didn't try to cover it up, though. The only trying to cover it up would be in the middle of a match, I'd run around and I'd all of a sudden stop and yell, Viva Mexico! Or something. So there you go. Okay. But it... I just, you know... I thought it was so obvious who it was. I just was like, whatever. So, Mikey. Yes. What about some other gimmicks? Was Mikey Whipwreck the only gimmick you've ever done? Yep. Wow. Well, you strike gold, Jerry. You strike <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> like, what was that show? When they look for gold? They're digging for gold? Gold Rush and that re- reality show with the crew. Gold Rush is that what it's called? With the uh, the the name of the foreman of the crew is this is his real name too. I think Jack 
H O F F M A N, Jack Hoffman. Yes, that's him. Yes, yep, no. And then Jack Hoffman. Yes, and then wherever they're digging for gold, one spot that they think they're really going to strike, they call it the glory hole. Oh crap! They do. Jack Hoffman finds glory hole (laughs) because remember that show Talk Soup. Yep. Yes. They'd always have clips from that show on there, and it was hilarious. So wait a minute, the glory hole. (laughs) Just just to clarify here. (laughs) No, that's when you put your pecker in like a wall, right? And then on the other side of the wall, there's someone out there, right? No, it's where they think they're going to strike gold when they're digging. Right. Right. But I've seen I've seen other things. I'm sure you on have. The, on the interwebs. Okay. All right. The I dark posted, web. I just, I, just posted, I just posted that on Twitter. What? Recording front row material. Fred was talking about the glory hole. <laughs> I'm just saying, I thought that. <laughs> I thought yeah. that's where. Oh, my God. I wish you had God a guest damn. appearance on that show. Mike Freeland and Jack Hoffman. Oh, God. Dig it in the glory <laughs> hole. Hey, Jack, you got the baby arm? Open. Oh, here we go again. Oh, no. Oh. So I went ahead and did a little research here, and I was looking up, and it seems like there's a general consensus about some of the worst gimmicks all time in wrestling. So I, I know wanted to one share of the some of these ones, with you. The gobbly gooker. Well, I want to talk about that a little bit because that's sure on the list. You do. I didn't think that was intended to be a wrestler, though. I mean, that was just a haha thing for Survivor Series. Right. He wasn't really going to be a character because you can't fucking dress as the San Diego chicken and wrestle. Right. Like, that just wouldn't make any And I love the San Diego sense. chicken. He's the first one that made mascots popular. The problem with the Goblin Cookers, they built it up on TV for weeks. Yeah. To be something really huge. And I'll never forget watching Survivor Series. And we're expecting it to be like Lex Luger. Somebody cool coming out of the egg. And out comes the gobbledygooker. I'm like, oh. And my dad goes, it was an egg. What did you expect? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's right. I mean, can't have high expectations at that point. Well, could have been Bastion Booger. Well, we're going to talk. Great. We're going to talk about Bastion Booger oh, as well. said it was great. So, he had the best finish ever because I never took it. Well, <laughs> what was it? Well, he stands over your head, does like a side-by-side dance, and then drops his crotch in your face. His crotch in your face. So it was like a reverse It was a reverse stink face? Correct, with his, with his hooters. Yes, yes. It was the twig and berries. It was the taint face. Mm-hmm. No, it was all cock and balls. Because <laughs> he didn't really sit on your face. Like, he was sitting on your chest. Oh. I think he was pretty much sitting right... I think he was right on your throat. So, I think that shaft was right by your chin. He just... If, if, did he wiggle a little or no? Oh, oh, he wiggled. Oh, so oh, he, he paintbrushed oh, you did. with the, the fruit cup. <laughs> You know he didn't sit on your chest. He dropped his, he yeah. dropped to his, he dropped to his knees, over your head, and face. Right. So his, so his like ass was like on your neck. Yeah, like Mike said, right. and his cockaballs was in your face. 
So his so, finish was a rib on everybody. He kind of yes. teabagged. He teabagged whoever was yeah, there. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Perfect way to... Yes. Yes. I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that one. <laughs> I wouldn't touch it either. You know what a teabag is, right, Jerry? Yes. Well, I just... The fucking didn't we tell you about Leatherface? <laughs> That's true. Uh, what? We told you about Leatherface. You never told me about Leatherface. I heard about Buffalo. the one-eyed pirate. No, this isn't one of those. Leatherface was a nickname <laughs> for someone. Yeah. Are you going to share it, Jerry? No. Well, you know what you know what Leatherface looks like. Yes. That's what this girl looked like. Oh, criminy! I think we mentioned this on a past episode. Was she a rat? I don't know if we did. Was she a rat or was she a worker? She, she had summer teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Uh, some were missing. Some are yellow. Some are black. Oh my god. She's so, the one that she's the one the devil went. Ah, oh no. Oh no. You seem to have some <laughs> dental algae festering on your crocodilian teeth. Oh, Mikey. Ah, yes. Come to my room. No, thank you. I learned my lesson the last time. <laughs> so, oh, I'm so pulling up here. Horrible gimmicks. Yes, horrible gimmicks. So I thought before we went into it, I thought I would ask you guys what you thought yours, what was your vote for the worst ones? I just said them. Gobbledygooker, Bastion Booger. Um, what else? What others, Mikey? Help me out here. Oh, what shitty gimmicks? Yeah, the goon. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, he got, Bill Irwin got fucked on that one. Well, if he wouldn't wear the stupid boots... Yeah. Because that's a perfect brawling gimmick. Because everyone loves hockey fights. Yeah. The Killer Bees. What was uh, Jim Brunzel's partner's name again? I can't remember. It was Greg Gagne. (laughs) (laughs) That was... Oh, God. Who's the the fucking magician guy where, where he, like... Who was the magician guy where, like, they did a thing? Like, I think DeVito wrestled them. And they, like, pulled, they, like, uh, they pulled his, his underwears off? Yes. Was that Phantasmo or? Wait, there was one in USWA, wasn't there? A guy who did a magician. I think it's the same guy. Um, what the heck was that called? I guess we got to do a Google search. I had this pulled up and then it's all of a sudden. It's the Yeti! <laughs> <clears throat> I'm trying to remember what that guy's name was. I think it was Phantasmo. Holy no. shit. What is going on at the Lynn residence? I told you. We have a slumber party going on tonight. Are you in your secret passage right now? Now it's a secret passage. What? Whatever the hell it is, are you in it? It used to be a bonus room, then a bonus space. Now it's a secret passage. What am I, Indiana Jones? <laughs> yes. All right. Oh God! What was that guy's? What was that guy? Yeah, because well, there's nothing on the walls. Uh, um, was, was it Phantasmo? Wait. 
I thought it was Phantasmo. No. Wait, yes? when You're, when he went to wait, did he go to WWF? Yes. He okay. was in WWF. Yes, he was. Jerry Lynn lost signal. I just I I guess my big question here is how is this even remotely a good idea when they come up with these things? Like like who sits back and says, "Yeah, I think this is going to sell tickets." The more I hear about these stories, the less I think he's a genius. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know if the word genius is, is, a, is a great description for him. Yes, it is. Or do you think he is a genius? I mean, he's a damn good promoter, but mm, I don't know. So here are some of the really, really, really poor gimmicks of all time. And you can find these lists anywhere, but I just decided to pull one of them up. And these aren't necessarily in any specific order, but these are the ones that have been deemed by wrestling fans to be kind of the shits. Okay? Right, let's, let's hear what the fans have to say. All right. You ready for the first one? Indeed. Tugboat. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty terrible. With the fucking, with the white Gilligan hat. Yeah, what big white pants? I'm not really quite. Was he was he a sailor or was he the boat or what exactly was he? Um, he was a <laughs> he was tugboat. He was he very much was. He looks fantastic now, though. He no, looks when, good. They, when 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 they chased him over to Typhoon. Hmm. I mean, that was good shit. No, that was him great. Earthquake? Yes, natural disasters. Yeah, but the typhoon, I mean, the uh, tugboat. <laughs> Mikey has a case of the monster factory right now. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> that shit on uh, was, and I hope I pronounce this right, Mordecai. If anybody remembers Mordecai. But he had a good was- look. He, I mean, yeah, it was Kevin Thorne for everybody who wants to know who Mordecai was. And he was supposed to be the uh, the opposite of what The Undertaker was. So he was a religious zealot who was going to, uh, I don't know, try to cast down everyone who followed The Undertaker. It had a good look. I'm not going to lie to you. It did look good. But uh, fans shit all over it. And it didn't last very long. It could have been so. really good. Yeah, I like I like Mordecai. I thought it had a little, uh, you know. I I thought I I, I kind of liked it. In a series of vignettes that appeared on WWE TV, a white-haired man in a hooded white robe, yeah, right then and there, you know, you're going down a bad road. Spoke about sinners and all the ills of society and how he'd bring them to judgment. He considered himself the right hand of God, who trample down all evil doers. He was Mordecai. Sadly for Mordecai, his charisma and abilities were the opposite of what the Undertaker was. His bleached hair and white attire was supposedly to make him look scary. However, it didn't. He just looked silly. He looked like a ripoff of the Undertaker, which was the complete opposite of what he was trying to accomplish. Yeah. He was was quickly taken off of TV. Huh. (laughs) Didn't work. 
the Yeti. Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get we're we're, we're going to get to that. He is definitely on the list as well. Uh, but Mantar, I tell you what, if they brought Mantar out now, this as like a like a surprise, I think people would pop. He looked like the uh, the cow off the board and milk. It just looked dumb. He looked like he was a really bad high school mascot. But we'll get to him. The next one the fans shit on, which may surprise some of you. I think you two may like this, this team. It was the Bushwhackers. Oh, come on. They were one of the most top requested acts for appearances. This is true. The Bushwhackers. In 1988, the Bushwhackers debuted in the WWF amidst the national expansion of wrestling with Vince McMahon. Now, their comedy gimmick involved them licking each other and the opponents and even fans. Their gimmick was licking people. Even though they were popular amongst fans... Bloody lovely, tell your mother! Their gimmick could not stand the test of time. They were not great wrestlers. However, they were there for... Comedy and licking people. Fans didn't like them. So that's the first one you guys would agree that doesn't deserve to be on the list. No. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you about this guy who appeared in WWF. Who? Okay, that sucked. (laughs) That was a complete and utter disaster. The only interesting thing about the masked character named Who was the fact that he was played by legendary wrestler Jim Nyhart, father of current WWE superstar Natalia. The character was seemingly brought on TV to allow Jerry Lawler to crack comments and terrible jokes about who won the match, who's in the ring. The character appeared for the first time in July of 96 on a taping of Superstars, then disappeared within two months without even creating a blip on the radar. Better than Golga. That was Golga earthquake was, in a mask. When they put him yes. in a mask, he had like a bumpy head. And he carried around uh, a South Park doll. The oddities, they called them. Yeah. All right, next on our list of gimmicks that got uh, booed by fans was Glacier. Uh, Glacier at the time in WCW, Mortal Kombat was very, very popular. They were trying to go ahead and play on that popularity of the video game. They did a version of Sub-Zero, and they went ahead and created this character. And it was told, it was said that his outfit itself cost roughly $35,000. And that outfit? every time... Yes. No. $35,000. Well, the the rumor around it was it was also about a half a million dollars that it cost to go ahead and make that fake snow every time he came out. What what the fuck did he have on his gimmick that cost $35,000? His the whole thing. Yeah. Next on the list is Max Moon. Max showed up in the fall of 92. He was billed from hailing from outer space. His elaborate blue costume had markings that were supposed to look like circuit boards. The costume also came with wristbands uh, that shot string out and even fireworks. The highest point of Max Moon's career came on the first episode of Monday Night Raw where he lost to Shawn Michaels. Shortly after that, Max Moon was gone. I was at Monday Night Raw at the Manhattan Center when Paul went to shoot the thing out of his arm, the, the big uh, the fireball. 
Mm-hmm. And he, he clicks the thing. It doesn't go off. He puts it down to look at it, and he shoots the cameraman right in the face. Oh, my Dropped God. Dropped the guy right in front of us. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and, and Paul no-sold it, had his match. I like wow. the look of Max Moon. I thought it was kind of cool. And I'm going to have a dead silence on my comment. We'll have a fucking <laughs> go off. Why the fuck not? At this point, Jerry realizes he has not been recording his portion of the call for quite some time. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. This might not be it. This better not be another Hey Hey episode. Well, we'll see. We'll see. So I'll, I'll give Matt the heads up and say whatever. Oh, my God. Is that vacuuming? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Holy telling you, criminy. Pam's stressing out over this birthday party tomorrow. I thought it was a shake. Earlier it was. Why did my thing stop? I don't get it. Fantazo, Fantazo. How you pronounce that, Mikey? Fantasio. 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 Sounds like a TV. Fantasio. Was a magician who wrestled. He debuted in 1995 on an episode of Wrestling Challenge, and the gimmick was so poorly received that he only made one television appearance after that. He lacked any real abilities whatsoever in a wrestling ring. He would throw streamers to his opponents during a match, and his special move was magically removing his opponent's underwear. That's who he was. Like, you almost have to be embarrassed. If you're a, a good wrestler... And they slap you with just this absolutely ridiculous gimmick. Like, you you, you can't. You're destined to fail. Am I right? You know how it would get over? If Joey Ryan did it in one of his intergender matches. Removed the underwear. Well, that would make sense for his gimmick, yeah. Right, yeah. Wow. Mikey's not going to like this one. I'm just guessing. But the next one is the Kiss Demon if you remember this. They didn't do it right. No, they didn't do it right. The, the rock band Kiss main evented in... Was that Dale Torberg? Yes, yes, it was. And I love Dale. Dale's an awesome guy. The August 23rd, 99 episode of Monday Nitro performing the song God of Thunder. Fans of the stadium God of that Thunder! come to watch dun, dun, wrestling. Dun, and rock and roll. Whoa. Quickly turn the channel off. Kiss rolled out their own theme wrestler, The Demon, complete with Gene Simmons' face paint. Now, The Demon's push ended within a month, and he was taken off of television. The highlights of his career was um, when he was teaming up with the legendary Great Muda. And he was part of Vampiro's faction called the Dark Carnival. Did they both spit the red mist? They probably did. I don't know. I stopped watching. I don't know. The, the demon had a good look. It it could have really worked well. I mean, because Kiss was really popular, but I mean, and like you said before, Dale Torborg was a good performer. I just, I don't know if WCW knew what to do with people. Well, that's a whole other story. No. Speaking of which, Oz. Well, we're going to get to that. Man, you're, you, oh. you must have done research as well. Well, it just comes back to me. 
the next because one, when you said WCW doesn't know what to do with people because they had Oz and they had Vinny Vegas. Yes. You know the Diamond Stud. And then Vince takes them and turns it. Yeah, the Diamond Stud, and then Vince takes them and turns them into worldwide superstars. Does anybody remember Kerwin White? Yes, that was Chavo. Yeah, WWE that decided was really bad. to turn Chavo Guerrero, who is one of the world's best wrestlers. I mean, very good into uh, into a white guy. They dyed his hair white, and uh, he renounced his. Mexican heritage. He drove a golf cart to the ring and he wore sweaters. His tagline was, if it ain't white, it ain't right. Wow. Well, they should have had him tag with uh, Barry... Uh, what's his name? He used to be in um, uh, Demolition. Barry Darso? Yeah, when he did the golf gimmick. Didn't he do a golf gimmick? He did. There. They could have made him a tag team. This guy was super racist. <laughs> Oh, never mind. Yeah. But yeah, the golf gimmick was terrible too. Well, so is Repo Man. The character was so racist that it got called out by minorities and other fans who did not like the character. The character ended after uh, it was taken off TV after the tragic passing of Chapo's uncle, Eddie Guerrero, in 2005. Interesting fact here Dolph Ziggler was actually uh, Kerwin White's caddy. When he was coming out. So oh, really? Oh wow. Yeah. The racist caddy. The racist caddy. Uh, the next one it really is, is quite obvious if you ask me, but once again, it's Eugene. Oh. Eugene, played by Nick Densmore, played a character, Eugene, who was supposed to be Eric Bischoff's relative. He had learning difficulties. <laughs> That's the politically correct way of putting it. Yes, he had learning difficulties. But you know what? He was super over. For a cup of coffee. Well, you know what I mean. Right. He was over. Let's talk about Oz. Kevin Sullivan. That was just a, it was just a horrible Halloween costume. Welcome to yeah. Oz. Welcome to Oz. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Oz was pushed for about a month before his push was dropped when Nash refused to sign a new contract. The rest of Oz in 1991, he lost to Rick Steiner and Dustin Rhodes. So, and he also lost to uh, Arachnaman, which we will be getting to as well. Arachnaman was a great wrestler, though. Yeah, but it got in a lot of legal trouble with WCW. Yeah. Yep, they get in big trouble. Our next one is Mantar, the guy we talked about last week. Mantar's gimmick was half man, half beast. That was his tagline. He started in 1995. Fucking giant buffalo head. Giant, giant (laughs) buffalo head. If if I'm gonna tweet this picture, this is absolutely ridiculous. Wow. He wore what was called a minotaur headpiece, which he decided he wanted to discontinue when it came to coming to the ring. You think? He was also tagged up with uh, Jim Cornette as his manager. Unfortunately, fans couldn't even get behind him, even with Jim in his corner. His career highlight was being eliminated in the Royal Rumble by Lex Luger. At least he got a bonus pay for a pay-per-view. Yeah. This, bring, this brings us to Arachnaman, which uh, 
Was this one of the guys, Jerry, that you said you had great matches with? That was Brett Armstrong. Brett Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah, he was the best wrestler I ever was in the ring with. Just when you thought the list couldn't get any weirder, we have a Spider-Man ripoff in WCW. They decided to go ahead and take Brett Armstrong, great wrestler, former member of the Fabulous Freebirds, and uh, they went ahead and put him in a outfit that resembled Spider-Man. However, WCW thought they would be clever and change the colors to uh, gold and purple. It was terrible. Even with, even with the gold and purple, he doesn't look like Spider-Man. But... I guess. No, the, like the mask does not look like a. It just looks it, terrible. It almost looks like he's in a cage. So, yeah, poor Brad. It it even got worse for WCW. So WCW and Arachnaman uh, got in trouble with Marvel because they sued for gimmick infringement because they believe that he was uh, too close to the Spider-Man character. After they handled the legal issues, he quickly was off of television. Didn't didn't he go with the Freebirds then? He was previously. Oh, it was before that? Yeah. Here's a guy, we just talked about him earlier. Bastion Booger. Mike Shaw, who played Bastion Booger, who is a grossly obese man wearing an oversized diaper who was eating food on his way to the ring. He was priorly Yeah. (laughs) He was prior Friar Ferguson, the mad monk. However, that offended the Catholic Church of New York, which forced WWE to drop the character. A lot of people were may or may not been aware of that. Uh, let's see here. So, that was Mike Shaw, right? Mike Shaw. Yeah. Uh, X-Pac and I, when he was still the Lightning Kid years ago when we first started, he would run indie shows up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. (laughs) And so we would drive from Minneapolis. Why you... Did I already tell you? Mike Shaw was, was, was Sabu's cousin? I knew it was going to go there. I already told you this story. Well, I didn't. Did I tell you about the biker bar he ran? No, no. Okay, that's what I was going to tell you. No, we've not Are heard you being this. honest? Did I already tell you this? No, 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 no. You really didn't tell us. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe you guys for a minute. <laughs> tell us the story. I'm not Come telling on, Jerry. you then. No, Jerry, you, you didn't tell no. us this one. What was the other story I told you? No, the, the, no we're talking about. Uh, oh when you wrestle for Sabu's cousin. Well, why are you doing this to me? Tell us the story. Jerry, tell us the story. We've never heard it. No, because if I already told it already, never... I don't want to tell it again. No, you said you said Detroit, so we we went back to the haha of you wrestling for Sabu's cousin. No, this was the Upper Peninsula of Michigan up in, uh, what is it, Lafayette? Okay. Or something like that up there. Right. <sighs> Now, I, now I'm afraid I already told you the story. Jerry didn't tell us the story. You <laughs> said Michigan, so we right away in my... Oh, you right away thought about Detroit. Right. So that's why I made the ha-ha. Oh, oh, I didn't know Mike Shaw okay. was Sabu's cousin. <laughs> that's a okay. fucked... Now I have... Now I... We, we've devolved so far that I need to explain my ha-ha. Oh, my God. You you can't repeat a story, but you can make fun of me for 13 minutes trying to say Monster Factory. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's funny stuff. 
Um, okay, so Mike ran this biker bar in the middle of nowhere. I mean, the nearest town either direction was at least 20 miles. So we get there, and it's a house with a big privacy fence around the backyard. And the house is missing the siding. You can see the insulation. So, and it turns out, you know, it, it's it's supposed to be a biker bar. So in the backyard, in the uh, inside the privacy fence, they have the ring set up. So we get there, we get inside, and here they have a pool table with these cushions on top of the pool table with these little slanted sides to it. And we hear that later on in the night, also they're going to have mud wrestling. In this in, in this guy's house? We're like, all right. Oh. In this biker bar, which is actually a house. Half the house was a bar. And it's in the middle of nowhere. And they got the ring outside. So... Or the room to go, the locker room was actually a couple bedrooms. This is, this is ridiculous. So, <laughs> it's crazy. Yes, it's ridiculous. So, uh, you know, so we're thinking, all right, they're going to have mud re- female mud wrestlers. <laughs> all right, you know, hey. Well, so we get and we start changing in the bedrooms, which is our locker room. And we sit on the bed to you know, get your boots on and stuff. And it's like, it made a weird noise. And we look, and the beds have plastic <laughs> sheets on them. It was just weird. Well, then not long after we get dressed and stuff, these girls, the mud wrestlers, start showing up. And these girls are pushing 200, 250 pounds with more tattoos than most men I know. And this is back in the early 90s. And uh, so it's like, these were girls you didn't really want to see. <laughs> so, well, and then we find out the woman who owns the bar here. It turns out the whole place oh is God. a whorehouse. Yeah. So he got us a show booked at a whorehouse, some biker whorehouse, and we're changing in the bedrooms with on beds with plastic sheets. And I'm just like, oh my God. Only in wrestling. Wow. Only in the indies. After the first couple matches, the girls didn't even want to mud wrestle. They wanted to get in the ring. So on the fly, Mike goes and makes the main event a mixed tag. Like two girls, and I can't remember who else, against him and two girls. So the madam (laughs) is on the opposite team of Mike. And, uh... She gets him down, pulls her top down, and starts paintbrushing him with her big, <laughs> saggy boobs. <laughs> and then, of course, the match just breaks out, breaks down into total mayhem. And I grab Sean by the scruff and by the back of his pants, because we were done early. And I just ran him and threw him in the ring, and I turned around and wow. tailed it out. <laughs> God bless Mike Shaw. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was something. Here you're thinking you're headed to a normal wrestling show. And 
Yep. It's a dilapidated house with a privacy fence with no that's siding. A, that's with no siding. Just insulation. Yeah, insulation. But the there's a pro wrestling ring insulation. It, in the backyard. In the back, inside right. the privacy fence. Where they're going to have yes. wrestling, and then afterwards yeah. they're going to have mud wrestling. Well, they were, but the girls, after seeing a couple matches, they didn't want to do mud wrestling. But they it wasn't just a house. It was a whorehouse with a madam who got involved in the main event exactly. by putting her tits yes. in his face. That's that's unbelievable. That that is the so there you have it. So what well, so what will happen is we'll do the opening spot, and after I shine on you, <laughs> you're gonna pull your top down, and your double D saggy boobs just start shaking back. Oh, and I'll forth. guarantee he didn't make that up. He didn't call the spot. I guarantee she just did it on the fly. Oh my god! Are they working on cars? I don't know what they're. What's going on down there? Hey! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Did you hear what she said to me? She told you to shut up! Yeah! Shut up! Wrap it up. <laughs> she said wrap it wow. up. Oh my god! Wow. Respect. Kobe, we like to wrap it up. You only, you only recorded say, for 15 minutes. Jerry's What'd a guest on this week. She says, wrap it up. I need your help. Oh, she's hilarious. All right. I'll tell you. Pam's hilarious. I think Mike wants a picture with Bastion Booger next to a glory hole. I don't even know how that even... How, I... <laughs> with, with, the babe, with the baby arm looking in. Run in by the baby arm. Send the baby arm. <laughs> Oh, all right. Send uh, in the arm. <laughs> You're terrible. You both are terrible. Don't all bother. Right. It's here. Sorry. Continue. Clowns in, in my, my coffee. coffee Clowns in my coffee. <laughs> and. You're so got vain. a large vein. I bet you think the song is about <laughs> you. You got a large vein. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. I don't even know what to say at this point. fucking t-shirt oh really oh. oh you really want us to burn don't you oh, oh god <laughs> that's oh. awesome oh my gosh oh all right that's all i got
That's all I got. Looks like Jerry needs to go ahead and go downstairs and put a metal shed together. I don't know what's going on down there. Sounds like it. Jeez. You're going to find out. Mikey, what do you got going on for the rest of the night? You still watch American Pickers? Yeah, fucking Frank (laughs) Fritz and his fucking smalls. Motherfucker. She used to watch Gold Rush. (laughs) Oh my god. You guys are terrible. (laughs) Yeah, we're jack off. Trying to find (laughs) a fucking glory hole. I don't believe it. I don't fucking believe it. Yeah. And then if they're digging in one that ends up with a lot of water draining it, they say it's a sloppy one. It's a sloppy (laughs) glory hole. This is fucking ridiculous. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh. The show's really gone off the rails, folks. It, well, yeah, and then I keep getting interrupted by Pam telling me to shut up. Can't believe Jerry didn't record the damn show. Oh, Jerry. <sighs> She's- we did... We did get to hear you curse, though. I mean, that's kind when? of a... When? did I that's curse? That's a bonus. I didn't curse. Oh. When did I curse? I, th- I think the tape machines will speak differently. No. I didn't curse when? What did I say? Okay. All we'll right. let that one slide, we'll sure. We'll see. We'll see. You trying to get me in trouble? Oh, my huh? gosh. I'm in enough trouble. Hey, if the hole's wide enough, my friend... If the hole is wide enough. What, the glory hole? That's right. Really? Man. Jeez. I'm looking at this right now. I can't even yeah, believe it. Yeah, I'll bet that. you are. Holy God. See? Look at that. This is crazy. Yeah, look at it. Look at it. You're Stare a sick, sick it. man. Just thinking, I've never walked into any place that's actually had a glory hole. I don't believe you. <laughs> in his furry costume. What were you that time? A rat? Mikey. Did you ever ask Angel, why did you marry me? No, I don't want, oh, to, th- okay. I don't want her to think about it. So I asked Pam, I said, why did you marry me? She says, because you got a great sense of humor. And I said, well, I thought it because I was good in bed. She says, see, you're hilarious. If you guys are enjoying what we're doing, please, by all means, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com, pick up a Mikey Whipwreck or a Jerry Lynn shirt, or you can actually pick up a Front Row Material shirt. If you want to get a hold of Mikey and get some autographed pictures and a hold of Jerry, go ahead and send him DMs. They'd be more than happy to oblige. If you go ahead and give us a five-star review on iTunes, Remember, we'll read your comments on the air. We have uh, we have a review here from <laughs> Master Hyphen Shake Money. Uh, I guess I'm reading that right. Easily the most entertaining wrestling podcast out there. It will make you make your furry. It will make oh. your furry heat fuzzy. Uh, and make you give you an urge to lick your non-balls, Bubba. Keep it up, guys. I dig laughing with you every week. Awesome. He's listened to a lot of episodes. I was going to say, he's gotten a lot of the innuendos in there. 
a lot of the inside jokes. Thank you so much for that one. So head on over and give us a review. We appreciate it. All right, on that note, for Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck, my name is Mike Freeland. You sick fuck. We will catch you next week on Front Row Material. You furry <laughs> bastard. The world of NLW Radio never stops.